0: glad you could join us today for the concepts of faith broadcast this program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life and now here's Charles caps now if you go back and pray the next morning and ask God for the same thing you've just proved that you didn't believe what you prayed the day before now, I know there's a controversy about that, and I know that there's people that say, well, you know, I just don't get enough faith by praying once. Let me tell you something. More than likely, the way they pray, and they never will get any faith. Because if they're praying the problem, you're destroying your faith. And that's exactly what many of them are praying. Lord, you know that I'll not have the money, and I can't get a job, and I'm going to lose my house. And you're probably right. Because, you see, the faith is in failure there. Faith is in the devil. Faith is in failing. Now, let's bring it back to this. The Word of God says it one way. The ability to believe that comes from the Word of God. And like I said, I believe that Bible faith comes from the promise itself. Now, you can conjure up some believing in your head about some things. But if you're going to believe the way the Bible said to believe, unwavering faith. James said it this way, If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and it braideth not, it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven of the wind and tossed. And he said, Let not that man think that he'll receive anything of the Lord. He won't receive anything of the Lord. Now, he may receive something of the devil. Many of you have. You've got your prayers answered by the devil because you wavered. You didn't hold fast to the Word of God. You held fast to the problem. And the devil caused the manifestation of the problem in your life. So, faith is in the Word itself. When it gets inside you, it'll cause you to be able to operate in faith and to pray the prayer of faith. Now, here's what I'm coming to. It is impossible for you, as an individual, to pray the prayer of faith, the Bible faith, when you don't know what God's will is concerning that. Now, you might believe that you believe, not knowing the will of God. But you cannot believe the way the Bible says to believe, unless you know the will of God concerning that matter. Now, concerning healing if someone prays for me and said you know if I come down sick and I say somebody comes to pray for me and they say Lord if it be thy will heal brother Caps. well now if you're going to pray that way over me just forget it let me go on to the hospital or to a doctor somewhere because I'll tell you I'd have more faith in them than I would in your prayer because if you don't know the will of God concerning healing don't pray for me because the word is very specific in that now there could be some things that you might know the will of God, not know the will of God in. Now, there's also a, a situation that I might ought to state this unless you misunderstand what I'm saying. I believe there's situations where that an individual in their condition that they may not receive their healing when it is the will of God for them to be healed ultimately, but in their condition they're going to die. Now, let me give you a Bible example of this. Hezekiah, for instance. the prophet of God, Isaiah, was sent to Hezekiah and said, you get your house in order, you're going to die. And uh, Hezekiah began to change his position. He turned his face to the wall and he began to pray. And he told God, he said, you know, I've got a perfect heart before you. Now, that did not mean he'd done everything perfect. What a perfect heart means is that he wanted to do what's right. He didn't always do it, and he certainly didn't do what was right. But he prayed to God and called out for mercy, and he changed his position before God. And before Isaiah got out of the building, God told him to go back in there and tell Hezekiah, I'm going to give him 15 more years. I'm going to live 15 more years. Now somebody said, well, God changed his mind. No, God didn't change his mind. That was God's will all the time, that Hezekiah live his full life out but not in the rebellion in the situation that he was in so they may be some of you and some individual you are praying for it's god's will for them to be healed all right but in their condition they may never be able to receive until they change their position before god now i think that needs to be said because Sometimes we get criticized for saying that it's always God's will to heal. Ultimately it is. There may be sin in your life. There may be unforgiveness in your life. That you will never receive healing until you get it out of there. But that doesn't change the will of God concerning you. It changes your ability to receive what God's will is. Because you see, if you got unforgiveness, you're not going to be able to believe God for healing. Your heart will condemn you. And I think that's evident in some of the things in the Scripture. We'll not go into that at this point. But believe God for what He's promised you. That's what we're talking about. And the faith to do that's in the promise itself. Now, another thing I want to talk about here just a little bit is be specific about what you pray for. Don't just pray a scatter load and say, Now, God, whatever your will is, and just let all these things come about. Lord, I'm just going to let whatever your will is, just let it happen. Now, that's an open prayer. That's what I call an open-ended prayer. The devil can answer that. The world can answer that. A storm could answer that. And you'd think it was of God. Don't ever pray that way. Be specific in what you pray. Know why you prayed it. Have a scripture on which to base your prayer. Because unless you have scripture for what you're praying, I'm convinced that you will not have the Bible faith to believe for it. It's impossible, I'm going to say it again, and I I just can't get off of this because it's so important. It's impossible for you to pray the prayer of faith if you don't know the will of God concerning the matter. The reason for that is because, I'm going to say it again, the faith for the promise is in the promise itself. If you don't know what the promise said, how could you have the faith that's in the promise to believe for? Now, let that hang there just a little bit. Some of you have never thought of that. And I'm going to say it again. It's impossible to pray the prayer of faith when you don't know what God's will is concerning the matter. Now, let me give you scripture for that. There was a leper came to Jesus one day, in mark the first chapter, verse 40. The leper came to Jesus and said, Lord, I know you can. I know thou canst make me clean, if thou wilt thou canst make me clean. Now notice, here's a man that knows that he can. He knows that the Lord's able. He has no doubt that Jesus is able to do it. But he does not know whether he will or not. Now the reason he didn't know whether he would or not is because he had nothing to go by. As far as I can determine in the Scriptures, there had been no lepers healed at that point. So then, you see, he didn't have anything to base his faith on. Now, he had heard that Jesus healed people. He'd probably seen multitudes that had been healed. But as far as I know, there was no lepers in there. So he didn't know whether Jesus would heal a leper or not. And if you read that, it's astounding what happened. He stretched out his hand. The first thing Jesus did was he moved with compassion. He touched him, laid his hands on him. And did you know that the old boy didn't get healed? He did not anything happen? Didn't change at all? He's still just as leprous as he ever was until Jesus answered his question. Now see, here's the Bible basis for what I'm telling you. It's impossible to pray the prayer of faith unless you have the Word of God or the will of God on the subject. Now, the man said, I know you can, don't know whether you will or not. Jesus laid his hands on him, and even though Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost and healing power, no healing power flowed into the man. The man was not healed until Jesus said, I will be thou clean. And immediately, the leprosy departed from him. He was cleansed. Now, this is the point. When the fellow got the answer to his question, then he could believe God. See, he asked Jesus. He came to Jesus, said, I know you can, but don't know whether you will or not. Now, there's some of you been going to God. Lord, I know you're able, but I just don't know whether you will or not. Until you know what God will do, then you're probably not going to receive anything. Now, you've all heard people say this. I've heard it. They said, well, you just never know what God will do about this situation. You just have to pray and just hope that God will work out. Well, if you'll read the words, you'll know what God will do. When you know God's attitude concerning the situation, then you know what to believe. But when you're trying to believe something and don't know what God said about it, you're in a heap of trouble. Well, let's move on a little bit. We've got a lot of <laughs> to cover here. Head faith and heart faith. That's what we're talking about. Some of you got faith in your head, don't have any faith in your heart. Now, head faith is because, well, I just believe God to do that because I'm a pretty good guy. You know, Lord, I've been so good. I've gone to Sunday school and I've done all of this. Well, you're trying to go in on your righteousness and you're going to be in trouble. You're believing it because you think, well, God will probably do that because I've been so good. Well, Paul says, if you're doing that, you're under the law. You're getting under the curse of the law. Heart faith comes from the Word of God. And when the leper found out what God said about it, what Jesus said about it, he instantly received his healing. Now, notice there, before we leave that, that Jesus had his hands on the old boy. But there was no manifestation of healing until Jesus answered his question. More than likely, there will never be a manifestation of the promise of God until you get your question answered, Is it the will of God for my life? God bless you. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that our CD offer all this week is CD offer number 7303. It's entitled, Keys of the Kingdom. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $27. In Matthew, the 16th chapter, Jesus had asked the question, Whom do you say that I am? And Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus goes on to say, I say unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock, or this confession, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now the Amplified, I believe, is one that states it this way. I give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth is what's already bound out of heaven. Whatever you loose on earth has to be what is already loosed in heaven. Now if we understand that, we can understand what Jesus is saying. When he taught his disciples to pray in Matthew, the sixth chapter, he said, pray this way, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. He said, pray that it'll be on earth the same as it is in heaven. That is the will of God. Now, if it's God's will for it to be on earth the same as it is in heaven, and then Jesus said, pray that way, so we know it must be, it is the will of God for it to be that way now. Then he said, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind is what is already bound out of heaven. Whatever you loose has to be whatever is loosed out of heaven. So we have the power of binding and loosing. It's here on earth, and you have authority to operate in that. Well, that's offer number 7303. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling. Total of $27. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's Keys of the Kingdom. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one 396 9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com.